Checking your emails and taking your calls. Ignorant and uninformed. If you're out soon, correct? Uh, the 10th to the 18th. So Thank I'll you. be here this week and next week and then gone. Fair. And I think this will put us easily. Uh, whatever. I don't want to look. We no, should be good. Fair. Well, hey, Internet, welcome back to Ignorant and Uninformed. We are ignorant and uninformed about many things, but today we're going to talk about whatever ends up being our topic. This is your podcast where we take your topics or our topics and turn them into our show for 30 minutes of uninterrupted podcasting gold. I am joined, as always, by our sedative host, Mr. Max Sarakasan Sarak. Uh there's never been a better time for us to get a topic. I still check every day that we record before. And like, whereas in previous times when we had multiple topics, like it could be three years before your topic got pulled, depending oh, how true. many are there. Although, like literally now. Yeah, seriously. Like you could send one and we will probably talk about it. Like, I don't know, within a week of when you have sent it. Uh, my, my God. Yeah, and you can get a free T-shirt. So if you're down with that, send us a topic. And if not, I, we're going to do this anyway. Yeah, that's my intro. Nice. And Mister Jeff Dyer Goose Watson. Hello, call. 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 <laughs> my ice breath from the north of Canada, and I am joined. I am Ben Hollywood Whitmore, and I am joining these two uh, yuck yucks for some good times because we're going to have some. Sometimes today I'm trying something new and it's not additives, yuck yucks. What, what are we? It makes very vaudeville. It's yeah, I don't know. It's like it's like I put on a weird, like I put on my shoes backwards and I'm just mm. trying it out, but it's like no, mm. it's weird. Hey man, that's what I said. <laughs> it's funny because I was did I say maybe I said this last time we recorded, but like. I was trying to describe to some, so I went back to like moonlight at do some overhire work at the, at my old job just to build sets. And like, they have a whole new slew of people doing things. Uh, but so I was just there to build. So I didn't really have to worry about any of the decision-making and they're like, Oh man, Ben, what's it like being back? And I was like, well, it's like, you know, putting on an old pair of shoes that has glass in it for some reason. <laughs> And you just keep wearing the shoes and you're like, mm, maybe this time they won't have glass in them, but nope, they still do. <laughs> Interesting. Well, that's a, that answers a question that I had about your, huh. uh, your exit interview thoughts of that experience. Hmm. It wasn't, it wasn't too bad. There, there's a lot of stupid shenanigans <laughs> that were happening. That I, I mean, the glass wasn't that sharp. It wasn't that sharp. It was like it was marbles, more like, like marbles. Yeah, you know, most of those scars have healed over at least a little bit, some scabbage. But no, it was, it was, it was, it was interesting because I didn't have to. I had to check myself several times from like stepping in and being like before you wreck yourself, checking myself before I wrecking myself, uh, just so like I I didn't you know I was like you know what that's not I can't that's not my job. That's that's I can't figure that out. I'm not I can't intercede here. Like I'm not gonna get involved. Good for you. So yeah, like, I'm just gonna focus some boundaries, man. Yeah. Did did the show crash and burn? Did it all work out? Mm, it, it opened. It was fine. It worked. Baron, hey man. I uh I I had an overnight, not an overnight, but I left at like four thirty, which is essentially an overnight. Uh, 
just because there wasn't any more time to paint and it was like the scenic designer was going to paint by himself and there was too much to do in one night and i was like well i didn't work today so not my problem drop the mic and watch. yeah it was it would have been it would have been rough and i i i could have let it go but i i didn't a because the scenic designer is a friend of mine fair and and i was like i don't like i, I hope you build physically, them there's physically too much for you to do in one night like we have one shot at this so i'm gonna do it and the other you know this the the other td just couldn't be fucked couldn't be bothered to do it so i was like okay i mean i don't know why that's acceptable but okay i don't know and it was that it was it was it was behind because of decisions that he made you know what i mean like some of it was organizational like they gave two nights to a student to try to paint an entire set in a 45 foot theater you know that's just a lot to paint for one person it's a lot to paint for three people you know what i mean so it was just like that was a bad decision but the but because the the scenic crew was in a hurry to get things done they put things you know they hung this piece of trim uh in the air suspended by cables 14 feet above the ground and it's like that's not painted that's just white that's supposed to be wood grained like why would you hang that up if you know like what is that girl's that poor girl supposed to do sit stand on a ladder so she didn't get to it. So guess who stood on a ladder and painted that thing for an hour and a half? This guy. So it was silly. It was silly. And I was like, this is absolutely ridiculous. This should be on the ground. I should be painting this before. But I should be hunched was, over uh, painting this on the like, ground. Well, on, at least on sawhorses or on a table or something within reach. You know what I mean? Like, sure. Instead of putting up 30 feet of it in like up in the air. I'm sensing oh. decision makers at the theater aren't very good at their job. It's kind of amazing. But it was also kind of nice to be like, I only had to care because I chose to, not because I had to. So that was nice in a way. But also, like, there were certain things I, I could just be like, no, I'm not going to I'm not going to tell you that's wrong because. Like, he, you know, these arches that were supposed to be floating and I was like, well, then why don't they just float? Like, you know, like wire them up to the ceiling. So they're floating above the turntable because the turntable has to go around. And the thing is like, and they, so he built it out of like, he made basically four by four posts out of one by two steel. That was like a big C channel that weigh it, the things weigh like 300 pounds. And then he was surprised when they didn't roll well on a turntable, when the ground underneath them starts rotating. I was like, because they're 300 fucking pounds. Like, why, why wouldn't they? Well, they have to withstand the portion of the turn. Uh-huh. Okay. Bye. I, I got to go. <laughs> and I'm not going to care about this. That You know, it's like, okay, well, we have. And like, and just he didn't know the schedule. You know, he was just like, he was trying to. Not him shit talking to me. I, I, he didn't ask for that position. It was sort of thrust upon him. Hmm. And he hasn't been at it very long. No. Has he? Yeah. Uh, I mean, he has, he has a a fair breadth of knowledge for someone his age, like for sure. But I mean, at that position, as far as like the schedule and like the idiosyncrasies, like these were a lot of first time mistakes. It sounds like. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. 
I mean, he's there was only the second or third, third or fourth show that he's done at that yeah. theater. And, you know, I have 36 or something like under my belt. So I know how those things go. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so it was just, it was just a lot of, a lot Did of. Did you get paid? I got paid. I'm picking up a check tomorrow. Okay. Damn right. Well, I hope that you uh, figure out some way, do something nice for you and your family with yeah. that money. Uh, they paid. They paid me pretty well, actually. I got a pretty, a very nice rate, which was good. And I was good hourly, you. so it was whenever hours I wanted to spend. So it was. Well, that's cool. And I At did. Least. I did a fair amount. I mean, I did like somewhere in in. I did on the order of like in three weeks, I did eighty hours of work, probably. Yeah. So somewhere around 30 a week, something like that. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, as long as that custom Twilight headpiece is going to be pretty. It's going to look nice. It's going to be great. (laughs) Yeah, man. I just hope they get the bounce right. (laughs) That's the key, man. I know. I know. So I would be really sad if you ponied up all that cash and it like it was just too floppy. Yeah. Or not floppy enough, depending. Too floppy, not you know. There's a fine line. No, uh, in how they feel. Uh, and only true uh, Liku fans, Waifu boys, will understand what I'm talking about. But it's all in the feel, the solidity of it. You need to make sure. It's do they safe. feel like a bag of sand? What do they feel like? <laughs> Does it feel like a boob? I don't know. Sort of like a very firm boob, I guess. Hmm. I don't know. Thank you. There. The Quilex are oddly fantastic. Now, did you, okay, now, like, can I, do you remember, like, Return of the Jedi? Did, did younger Ben at Return of the Jedi have similar feelings to the dancer at Jabba's Palace? Did it all come from there, or was it something about, is this like a, a newfound predilection? A rebels thing. Yeah. I think it was the Rebels animation that started. Okay. And Hera Syndulla specifically. It's not all Twi'leks. Oh, okay. So, but I was going to ask if you've gone back and watched Return of the Jedi or you've seen other live action Twi'leks and had similar feelings or in uh, uh, Knights of the Old Republic too. I was going to say, I think it was, it goes back to the Knights of the Old Republic one because I found, I found that blue, what was her name? With the, piled around with the Wookiee. Yeah. I don't she remember, like but I know who you're talking about. Uh-huh. Yeah. As a teenage y- young boy, I was like, "Yeah, she's hot." You're like, I'm into this video game, alien. <laughs> I'm into this video game now. I'm gonna try to hook up with her. Isn't she like 14 in the game, and your character's like 30? I don't remember, no. but not implausible. It's galactic space. It was a long time ago, man. You know, things were different. <laughs> yeah, it's a know. different galaxy, man. Yeah, it's far, far away. And I don't know what their <laughs> laws on uh, that are. And I think you were in the Outer Rim, so man, you know anything goes. Yeah, it was an Outer Rim job. <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Terrible. I'm so sorry. So sorry. Uh, but that's cool. Have they, has the theater hit you up to be like, Hey man, you want to, you want to come work for us some more? They they did offer me a, a one-time like gig on Saturday. Is that why you're pushing your, is that why you're moving your class? That's why well, I'm considering it. Yeah. Because okay. again, like 
if they're I don't know what they're going to pay me, but I'm assuming it'll be more than I will make hosting an orientation. Yeah, probably. And nobody showed. One guy showed up today. So, but again, but he you, didn't sign that, up. That you and no. you turned him away. No, well, no, I didn't. I oh, turned, okay, cool. I was just doing things, and I turned and I scared him away because I guess I made a comment, and and he was a very sensitive guy. He's like, I just want to talk to Ben, because uh, I made the comment of like, oh man, you know, like nobody ever signs up in advance for these, and he's like, oh yeah, I'm sorry, I, you know, I I tried to call and something, and I meant to call, and I was like, it's fine, we can do it, it's totally cool, but I was just like. I think I said, oh, man, I really got to get people to sign up for these in advance because I didn't think I was doing it today. I said something like that. But he stuck around and you guys did the orientation? No, no, he left. Like he was he talked to me and I think he was more intimidated. I don't know. But he was like, it's like, I don't really think an orientation would really do me well. I'd like I wanted to know if you had like classes and stuff. And I was like, I do have classes. I haven't put them up on the website yet because I just keep needing to sleep and stuff. But, you know, so it's just like I need to set up my class schedule for this month so people can start signing up. But I just, <laughs> I haven't, which is yeah. fine. Yeah. Well, now you've got 80 hours uh, over three weeks that have just freed up miraculously. So I feel like that might help with those, yeah. Yeah. those times. Yeah, for sure. We'll see how it goes, but. Yeah, it was, but then he was just like, yeah, I'll come back another time. Maybe I can, I want some like more hands-on experience. I said, well, you know, you can always come in during my shop hours and when I'm here and I can walk you through this stuff, but you, you got to start with the orientation. And I usually go over all the orientation stuff in my classes as well, just because sometimes people are, their first thing they, they, they do is the class. So I don't want to deter people from signing up for my because that's the more people that sign up for my class, the more money I make. So I was like, mm-hmm. gotcha. But it's also there's a there's a you know sort of a double edged sword because the more people I have, the longer it takes, and the less room I have because there's and I've only have a, I don't have four of everything. I have one of most things. So sure. it's like okay, we're all gonna have to take turns here. You can start on this cut, and you can start on these cuts, and we'll just sort of round robin it. Yeah, do like stations like back in the day at like in gym class. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but whistle. Good. I should. And it's also like, you know, I could do some prep work and make all these things happen. But it's also like, well, it's part of sort of the part of the experience is like cutting down the wood to size and measuring and you know, doing all that stuff. So Yeah. No, I can see where it's like a fine art to like get them involved and have it hands on during orientation to do something. But like you also, but like what that thing is that's like enough to whet the appetite, but also like not too, but like not too much they get frustrated and yeah, all those things. Yeah. And I don't think I can keep it to an hour for an orientation. So, but I need to like speed it up for my classes. Cause if I take too long, if I, I've got four hours for my class and if I take a full hour to do an orientation and we only have three hours to build a wine rack, as I learned with two people, not enough time, three hours, two people. Uh, we only made two wine racks and we didn't get to apply any finish. To wow. Them. So, or add the hard, the hanging hardware. So I did all that for him. I was like, well, you guys leave these here with me. I'll finish them up. You can come pick them up. You did 99% of the work, but 
we didn't have to, you know. Interesting. So that was like, oh, that was, and that went over. Like, I think they stayed an extra hour anyway. So it was like four hours was about right, but good Lord, it was like half an hour, but I don't know. Also, again, because we had to take turns. So everything took twice as long. Yeah. The planter boxes, we finished an hour early, you know, hmm. and, and I built one and the lady who took the class built one. I gave her mine because I was like, here, now you have a pair. <laughs> nice. So. Nice. Well, yeah, and I mean, if you didn't have any need for it, like, no yeah. reason. And it's like, I could I could whip one of those out in an hour if I wanted to, but I didn't. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> it was like, you know. That'd be a good uh, teacher. I'm already done. Why aren't you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hurry up. Yours looks like <laughs> shit compared to mine. <laughs> oh, shit. I've never made this before. Mm-hmm. Why can't you do this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. Nice. What's the? What are you gonna do on Saturday? What are they hitting you up to do? Uh, I'm running sound for an event outside. Mm. They do this like cabaret thing. Mm. It's like a donor appreciation event. They do it every year, and I've I've done it every year. But I think it's 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 kind of it'll be weird though because it'll be like the main donor family and like all people that I know mostly. And people who I was like, yep, I'm duking out. Bye. And to yeah. not and to not say what I want to about the my former boss who was fired, which we've talked about plenty on this podcast. Uh, you know, not to be like, well, yeah, no, she's one of the real reasons I left. And because I think the narrative has sort of been like, well, you know, Ben, Ben is off to pursue other things. And I think that was sort of the the positive side of the narrative for that they stuck to, you know, not mm-hmm. not like I think people knew that I was burned out. At least people on the board and stuff were like, Ben's really burned out. But as I was telling you, Max, the other day, like I think a lot of it was because this person was purposefully trying to shove me out, and the last two years <laughs> with that that person was there got really hard for like in a bad way, not that we were on, you know, it wasn't perfect before that, but I did feel like it was on an upward trend and things just got a lot worse after the fact, after she was hired. 3.37 in the PM on Tuesday, August 29th. If the theater comes back to you and they're like, baby, we want you back. (laughs) What do you do? I don't, it would have to be a pretty significant offer. (laughs) I think. I think it would have to be a very significant offer and okay. probably not the role that I'm was doing. Okay. I, I might consider something like a, like the job that like an assistant artistic director or a managing director or something like something a little higher up that would be definitively in line for the throne. I don't know. What's oh, that? okay. And okay. it would have to be a significant pay increase. Like I, I would, you know, I was not, and and I would need there's a couple of things that I would need to even consider an offer hmm. you know things that I, I'm surprised I I mean no one at home can see you pull out this list that you evidently carry around with you uh, all of the time just you never think but clearly again like because this other person's gone I it's not a it's not a definitive no it's not a definitive no it's a it's a, I might consider it now that that person is not no longer there hmm. Okay. So that's cool. sort of 
I don't know. I'd have to think about it a lot. And no well, offer has been made. Seems like you have thought about it quite a bit. I've thought about it, but like again, like no offer has been made. And I think that I, I think that's a good move on their part, like to to like not you know, at this point, like I, I appreciate the fact that they have not bugged me to like take my job back yet, even though it seems like that might be the logical thing. There's like a I don't know, some kind of machine outside this studio right now that is like we can't hear it. It's shaking my chair. Like I'm mm. like it's I can feel the vibrations. Okay. But anyway, I'm glad you can't hear it because it's like Yeah, man. No, we got nothing. All we got is you coming in loud and clear. Hey, so if they brought you Wendy's money, you wouldn't take it. If uh, they gave me that Wendy's manager yeah, if they money. Gave me night shift <laughs> Wendy's manager money. Damn. Damn. Do they yeah. know? Do they know that you could fill their frosty quotas like that? <laughs> they don't even know, man. That I forgot about that. <laughs> it's funny. I'd have to make more than a Wendy's manager. Oh, I'd say back. double, double the Wendy's manager. Money. I don't think any. I don't think anybody makes that. Not at the. Not at that theater. Fair enough. But I mean, you like, tell the donor family. Then this weekend, we need more money. I would entertain an offer of 75K or more. Yeah, you're running sound. Can you just like uh, halt production on this performance and be like, uh, everybody, everybody, donors, uh, we need more money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could. I could. But I won't. Because I, won't I won't use my powers for evil. Oh. Because I am a paladin. Oh. Oath sworn? Oath sworn. Oath of the. Not vengeance. Nihilist. <laughs> Did I see it in the new Baldur's Gate? Both of the self-deprecation. There's a, a dark paladin path? Yeah, if you if you betray your oaths, you will become a fallen paladin of sorts and get, like, different powers and oh, all of those things. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Good to know. Yeah, man. I gotta, yeah. gotta get on that BG3, man. Oh, no, don't. Don't, man. It'll, you don't have time for that. I ain't got time for that. No, man. It'll turn all your bad feelings into good feelings. <laughs> you don't want none of this. <laughs> you, don't want, you don't want none of that. Uh, no, I started uh, this week and have put more time into it than I anticipated. But it's super fun. Like, it's definitely plays more like a thinking person's RPG. It's yeah. like the way that I feel. Because the world is, like, spectacularly interactive. And there's definitely those like riven mist vibes of like cool now what and mm. not a ton of hand holding as far oh. as like what do we do oh i got you uh kind of awesome yeah you're yeah you're talking the right language here yeah no it's been fun and like it's interesting yeah to, to see the 5e mechanics in that sort of way one thing that i was super surprised about is um with like prepared spells, like normally in, in D and D, like you've got, you can only change those at rest time, but as long as you're not in combat, you can switch up your prepared spells, which, uh, means there's all sorts of things you can do. Uh, cause you can also cast all of the ritual spells without using spell slots outside of combat. And so Ooh. there's lots of, of tinkering like that mechanically that can be done. Gotcha. Are you, you think playing kind of... a sorcerer or wizard or? I know paladin actually. Oh. Yeah. Is that okay. going to translate into the game? Do you think? 
are these like hints of what's to come in D and D? Like, will you be allowed to oh switch up no the spells outside of long rests? I in the future, have no idea. The dungeon dudes think so, or so their latest thumbnail that. would have me believe. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, uh yeah i certainly I haven't I, watched the dungeon dudes video in six months probably yeah. okay cool i'm taking a break from them yeah Just that's all right bullshit. oh okay what's jeff looking at Someone's a bird just flew into my window again? again yeah i mean it happens all the time why do you enjoy killing birds jeff well it's Talk funny they were flying into one of my panes so i went and got like a beaded curtain and i hung that up there and it stopped them from flying into that and now two months later they're now flying into a different pain so i ordered another fucking beaded curtain mm-hmm. soon you just get i mean you should just get them for all like you're just gonna i i did i ordered two more for my oh that's good pains, so. oh that's good i mean at least you you saw the writing on the wall and you preempted it well no because like, originally one hit its head it didn't kill it. It knocked it out. It just hung out on the deck for the day. And I was like, well, I got to fix that. And now it's happening again. So yeah. 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 And I've never had as many birds as I do now. So the buffet is fucking five star Yelp boys. Goddamn Primo. corral, baby. Maybe. I get like three different kinds of bird seeds, mix them up, dump it out, oh, dump, give man. them a big helping every day. Yeah, buddy. These birds it's, are it's living spot, man. Maybe. Mm-hmm. So there's a store called Wild Birds Unlimited. You ever heard, been there? It is just about birds and bird seed and bird houses, all things birds. Where is this store? Uh, it's a national chain, I believe. Now it started in Minnesota. Okay. And I, one of my my uh, godmother was a franchisee or was a franchisee. <laughs> okay. And had like three or four locations across the Minneapolis Twin Cities, uh, Minneapolis St. Paul Twin Cities area. And I think I've seen one in Denver. It's called Wild Birds Unlimited, and it's pretty dope. I mean, talk that's about something it. I could get down on. They have like twenty-four varieties of bird seed or something. It's insane. Okay, okay. There you go. I mean, I'm pretty... Let me let me take a spot to talk about our sponsor, Wild Birds <laughs> Unlimited. Here, yeah. or ignorant, uninformed. What are we doing? Which one? I forget. Oh my god! Sponsor? Not yet. <laughs> Uh, shit. But yeah, no, but it was always really cool. I, I was like, it was a cool store when I was a kid, and we would go in, and I'd be like, "Oh, this is so cool!" Mm-hmm. They have like little log cabins you can have as birdhouses. Oh shit, I need one of those. Right? Yeah. Next time you're cool. down on your Denver day, Jeff, put that on the list. Let me see if there's a Wild Birds Unlimited in Denver. All what right. uh, what time did we, we start? Got a couple minutes. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, Eighteen. Oh wow. So we have two minutes. Nice. Just enough time to plug these fuckers. Just enough time to do some internetting or see about birds. <laughs> when you want to kill birds by flying them into your window, head to Dude. Wild Birds Unlimited. Feed them first. Yes, get them full. Thank you. Lull them in with that false sense of security. Yeah, that time the bird flew in and scared the shit out of the dozen birds feeding and they all flew away. I'm sure, man. There are five in the uh, Denver area. Where's yeah. the nearest, farthest west? Furthest west. Lakewood, looks like. Perfect. Uh, maybe, maybe like, there's one up towards Westminster, Broomfield. Fair. 
I don't make it up that way very often. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't really go that far either. Ben, I will say when I go to Florida, I'm flying into Orlando, spending oh. the night in Orlando. So I'll be thinking of you. Great. Go to Disney World. I don't have time. Uh, I'm not even there 24 hours, but I want to go to the big Lego store in at the Disney market, whatever the fuck it's called. You have time for that at least or no? We'll see. I might try. Maybe on the way Just out. I go, want to go to the one. Go to the one in Arvada. There's one in Arvada on 88th. Okay. Across from the home log cabin. I'll get a log cabin. Oh, my God. <laughs> Go. Tell me what you think. A rustic birdhouse. But, I mean, like, there's there's a whole store dedicated to people who like to feed birds. I love it. That's I love it. I wonder, do they have more, like, Frank Lloyd Wright-style houses? Because I could got it. I cool. Like, yeah. I don't more know, man. Modern. The website is wbu.com. Wild Birds Unlimited. wbu.com. That's fucking hilarious. Wild Birds Unlimited. Bird feeder shop, bird food shop. Oh my god. Oh, I'm just loving the front of the page, man. It's a squirrel. Let's go. Do they have like an in-house bird restaurant where birds can just go eat like a lot? Yeah. Own a franchise. Our products. Bird feeders, bird food, nesting. Oh, there's a whole section on nesting and hardware. Advanced you know, if money, system. If money wasn't an object, I would absolutely open one of those in Summit County and lose my ass, but God damn it, it would be fun. There'd be a lot of people who would want to feed birds up here. I, I think it's pretty niche, but I think you'd get some good customers up here. Maybe you could offer a service to people who like are second homeowners that you could pay to like upkeep your bird feeders. Like a monthly subscription and and maybe put a webcam with links so you could watch your bird feeder up in Summit County and your second and third home. My God, we're gonna be rich. We're gonna be My rich. God. There you go. I mean, there's YouTube channels I follow that do live. It's just feeding cams. Yeah, Debbie's uncle has one up at their place in uh, Pebble Creek. Oh, nice. There's a squirrel just, one I like. There's a deer one that's really good. Yeah. Just dead birds that have hit windows. Just no, like these are on food. farms oh. and shit. Oh, okay. well, if we ever get up to Uncle Bill's cabin, then I will uh, I will show you guys the bird feed. And I'll get you the link, Jeff, so you can see all the oh, crazy ass birds. I would love to see it, please. Come up there. I get down on that. Drink coffee and watch birds eat shit. It's great. Yeah. They always have some really crazy it's a pretty high traffic area. So they have this little like inlet. They built like a little terrarium thing in their window so the birds mm. can come in to the house. Oh, that's badass. Yeah, it's really that's cool. That's a cool idea. Yeah. This oh, is kind of neat. Oh, I love it. Yeah, it's like cool. some, I would like to see that. Yeah. I will send you the link. If awesome. I email Uncle Bill and get the link. <laughs> Maybe Debbie has it. I don't know. I'll check with my wife. Love well, it. anybody. Anyway, anybody. Everybody. <laughs> Anybody, everybody. Uh, anyway. We should go. <laughs> Mr. Max. And <laughs> Hollywood Whitmore. What is it? Am I freezing now? No, no. Yes. It, it tells a good time to shit the bed. Uh, I can only blame giant machine. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I guess I just decided to ship the bed.
That was perfect. That was perfect. Awesome. What happened? Uh, well, I appreciate you guys making the time to do this. Am I still? Yes. 